Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Uh, Andy Stinton, small business guy here for Counterpoint, because that's where we're going, and Jamie Ellerton. Jamie is taking a picture of you and smiling as he does it. Yeah, because he knows that uh, my glasses are on sideways, my headphones. I don't know what John Oakley does to these headphones, but they're very lopsided. But he didn't get the picture of me trying to strangle you. No. Won't be the first, won't be the last. (laughs) All right, let's uh, talk about what we heard out of Queen's Park today, which is Premier Doug Ford saying that his government will launch a special committee to investigate Ontario's financial situation. And uh, this all has to do, of course, following Friday's revelation that we are $15 billion in the hole. And he says that this select committee will have the power to call witnesses, compel documents, gather evidence. And, of course, because he's using words like cover-up and scandal and waste and... The former premier not not really digging those kinds of accusations. Here she comes. Well, it was unsettling before the election, and it's unsettling now. You know, I mean, this is this is a group of people. They won the election. Fine. Okay. So govern, build the province. Don't take an opportunity to further undermine civility in the province. Why do that? Why not? Why not, Andy? Why wouldn't we as taxpayers ever want to know? In fact, I think from here on out, every government incoming, outcoming, do an audit. Where did our money go? You, you know what? I, I kind of worried for a while when I moved to this country. Like, I, I know that I'm, I'm a sex symbol because I get emails from, you know, Ukrainian and Dwarf. Russian women every day in my junk mail, which just sustains me. But Cinderella. what I thought, I'd lost my sense of humor because I don't find Canadian comedies put on by the CBC funny. Mm. And there used to be a program in England called Yes Minister, which was story of the government. Look what we've got. <laughs> we've got a comedy show. Now, oh, let me just God. take you along. Doug I forgot. Ford You're the one taxpayer that doesn't care. Carry on, <laughs> <Sir> <laughs> Doug, no, Doug Ford has come along. We, we, we are going to have a select committee mm-hmm. and a commission mm-hmm. because we've already had a forensic accountant mm-hmm. which justified what the Auditor General and the Financial Accountability Department said before the election. And we're going to do this. Hang on. We've always been in a deficit since 1968 through every government. I don't get it. Sorry. It's it's comedy. This is just comedy. Get on and govern. Well, they are governing, but they're but also... They're not governing. What, what have they done? What, they're what just mean, going back they... and pinning, picking battles. Oh. He's not they they get, actually have done a lot. Are they going to get the money back? I don't know. We'll see. They've scrapped. They, how can, how can you get the money back? How can, a refund? But if there has been some kind of bad behavior or there have been games played with the books, you don't think anyone should be held to account? Oh, my goodness. Politicians, games played oh, with the books, right. unaccountability. So, Jamie, this, but this is what you're up against because I guess politicians should always get a free ride. To me, that's just, I don't get it. 
I think this is actually smart politics for Doug Ford. There is still a lot of outrage and that dire desire for change that essentially swept them into office is uh, still simmering there. And if you look at what Minister Fideli revealed at the Economic Club last week, uh, there are a lot of unanswered questions. So rather than just sweep this under the rug and take a page from Andy and just do politics as usual, uh, they're going to have, have the parliamentary committee will have the powers to uh, explore this the same way you saw the parliamentary committee look at the gas plant scandal. Like this yeah, is we what wouldn't know about this. We wouldn't know about that if this it was Anything changed the, as the legislature gas exists for? Some, well, well, someone did get convicted on it, yeah. Yeah, one guy. It doesn't matter. I mean, to me, it's a principle, Andy. Oh. Okay, me, we're talking uh, principles in government. We well, have had a deficit so we should have none. since 1968. Right. That's not true. Harris balanced the books. Uh, did he? Yeah. Uh, not when I went through every single deficit from 1968 to get. Okay, there would be a always, death that the province has, but an so operational now with annual deficit? No, $25 billion, and this amount adds up to less than okay, 3%. So, so why don't we work on paying off the deficit? No, How about well, that? You have to get rid of the deficit, so then you can start shipping away at the debt. I mean, but the bottom line is, if you don't care what any, and I don't care what politician and no. political party is, if we have government governments continuing continuing and continuing to play these games with the numbers, at some point, I'd like to see some kind of precedent set to say, hey, you're all going to be looked at. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, they'll start behaving themselves and be a little bit more responsible. Yeah, I think the biggest tell coming out of Friday as well was you can kind of, again, t- descended politics, politicians do this all the time. The Auditor General hasn't signed off on the books for the past three years. She's signed off on what this commission did over the summer and the public accounts going forward. So the fact that the Ford government has now set the standard that they're going to hold themselves to, I think is actually a good thing for they're a not democracy. Set any standard. He's setting the standard of telling you, which we all knew anyway, because right, 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 this, this repeats. But now in. you've had an independent, again, for all the people that were doubting the AG, all the people that were doubting everything else. And the now forensic got, accountant. Now you've got them. Now they've said, yeah, so it's actually worse. So we have somebody else. How much is this costing us? And, and just why can't we, let's reduce the deficit, because we all know and I will guarantee you this, in six months, two months, maybe a month's time, Ford's government is going to turn around and say, well, here's the reason that we can't meet our campaign provinces, because we're too stupid to know that the, the province was in debt. That right. was my impersonation of Doug Ford. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. But no, okay. however, <laughs> tomorrow you get the audit. And again, like, I just don't get how you wouldn't want to know the numbers. Because so it's actually- not going to change anything. Okay. All right. Well, you, you set the bar as low as they go, eh? No, the, the, the bar has been set by politicians as low as they go. Right, but why do we let it? The, the, the thing is... You're because I think compl- it's going to change, Alex. I'd like to believe it is. I, I, I beg to differ. We actually do have change. We just elected a new government precisely because this thing had gotten out of control. Uh, I actually feel for Minister Fideli going forward. His easiest days in finance as finance minister are now behind him. Yeah, Every single decision he yeah. is going to have to make between now and the next election is going to, to quote him, put it on a reasonable and modest back-to-balance path, uh, but he's going to be saying no to a lot of caucus colleagues. He's going to be saying hello to a lot of citizens of Ontario, and there's going to be a lot of tough decisions actually have to be made so that the government goes back to living within its means, and we have a fiscal platform and foundation that and we by can the, be by the way, though, proud of. Is you honestly believe that Ford got elected? No, we booted win out, and the alternative was an NDP communist government. Come on. No, but you're the, a smart come on, guy, Andy. Campaigns Jamie. matter. Look at what happened to the campaign. You saw the NDP surge after the writ was dropped. They kind of peaked at the mid-30s, and then we saw all the crazy and wackos that Andrea Horvath had, and they actually actively chose the Ontario PC party to replace the Liberal Party rather than hand it to Andrea Horvath and, and her 
cast of Motley Crue characters. <laughs> to, to, to your question, though, about you know, what they've gotten done, they've gotten an enormous amount done in a very short time because they came back over the summer. So to suggest that they... Cancelling the Green Energy Act was the best thing that they could oh. have done for them. So don't say they haven't done anything. Well, they They're haven't doing... actually cancelled it yet. They're proposing to it. It hasn't gone through yet. But what, the City green... Council? That's done. No, the Green Energy Act. That will be done, too. That's done that too. That I agree with. Right. But trying to be mayor of Toronto, well, that's just more stupidity. It's, it's, it's a comedy. Again, it's four months. They've gotten lots done. If this were like the if look Trudeau's only gotten pot done three years I mean I'm just saying I think it's time across the board that we actually hold politicians to account I don't care what level of government I'd like to make sure that they all know when they take that job someone's watching and cynical a- Andy's comments aside listeners your vote matters stay engaged Absolutely. Ontario depends on it oh Thank I, you. I say stay engaged but I tell you what it what dis- changes subject what does disgust me is the lack of interest in the municipal elections that really disgusts me. There's some stuff going on in Oakville, which is just disgusting. It, but And people don't get involved. They should. You're right. Because these are the people that are supposed to fix your walk. Like every time your basement floods, these are the people that are putting the policy to make sure that your roads work and your water's flushing away and you're you're not going to flood it every time it rains. And that's something I'd encourage people to do. Flushing toilets? Oh. No, flushing okay. toilets. <laughs> well, yeah, I could give prof- I'm trying to teach my five-year-old to do just that. Andy's plumbing service here. Yeah. <laughs> I, that one writes segment itself. of non sequiturs. <laughs> we uh, will take a quick break here at 8.28. Spent more time than I wanted on that one. But nonetheless, Julie Payette, great resume. She can't do the job. What do you do with a very smart, accomplished astronaut who can't cut ribbons? We'll talk about that coming up here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All right, let's talk about the uh, Governor General. Julie Payette, amazing resume. You know, she's an astronaut. You can't really say anything other than she's very, very accomplished. That does not necessarily mean, however, she's good enough to be the Governor General. This is a a ceremonial job. Um, She was given this job, you know, cut ribbons. You know, deal with elections if they should come up, sign off on bills. But it is a ceremonial job, and they can't get her to do the events. So what do you do with Julie Payette? I think uh, what sparks this conversation is what you do. You have someone go public and start to essentially shame her into doing more. Uh, or or I, resigning. I've <laughs> her Twitter account has become a lot more active since that Globe story was originally published. But this uh, is someone who also does not like being scrutinized, does not want anyone looking into her private affairs, her private business. I'm like, well, who would take the most public job in the world? Yeah, but hang on. First, number one, I'm British, Okay. That's what's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, don't. Whatever you're about to say. Okay. She is the Queen's representative. On yes. the way in, you said that Trudeau is her boss. Well, he's not, he's her, not bo- her boss, but he's okay, not, but he's the one who can get rid of seriously, her. Seriously, the Queen got I know. pretty pissy when she heard you I'm say sorry. that. Okay. And so she's there to make the law is legal. The queen can't sign. She's the representative. And I she objects to doing that. <laughs> I, know, I know. Seriously? That's the whole basis of our parliamentary system, you silly woman. So just for our, listeners, science. Well, for our listeners just coming in. in. We, we are still getting royal assent to legislation duly passed that is now becoming law. No, no, but here's the, the thing. The criticism lies is that she's not doing enough of the ceremonial stuff. She's not going to make it to Manitoba oh, I didn't, I didn't in her first that. year. No, no, and the, there are a list of charities that she's a patron yes. to that help them function, have that kind right, of Right, but she also 
was supposed to show up to like, sign the only legislation ever passed by yes. this government, which was the pot legislation, and she tried everything in her power to get out of that. And that's the problem with Canada. <laughs> That is the problem. In Britain, the Queen would have had her head off at the Tower of That'd London, awesome. and it would have been done. That's it. You've got to get with the times, you colonials. <laughs> What'd you have for dinner, Andy? I haven't had dinner yet. It shows. <laughs> uh, Bill Otherwise, Blair, I was say <laughs> the uh, border security minister, Bill Blair, who knows nothing apparently about the border, um, says most of the people uh, have arrived here in the surge of migrants last year have left. Yes. Except for he's wrong. He told our Mercedes Stevenson this weekend on Global that uh, yeah, all of those people that have just kind of walked in, gone. Except for it's 350 out of about 35,000 who have actually left. And um, did he just misspeak, Andy, or did he oh. just not know his file? I, okay, either way, I just think this is one of the funniest things I've seen. First, he says something you can't back up. That six, yes, pe- six, six people have left. And I have this idea of Bill Blair with a clipboard going, that's one gone, two gone, sitting at the border. <laughs> and then the opposition asks him some direct questions in, in Parliament, and he starts babbling on about the price of rice in China. And then when he does apologize, he manages to wrap himself so up with words, uses the word eloquent, and I'm just sitting there going, I can't take any more of this, and I click the radio off. I mean, the guy's a lunatic. Move he, on. He said he misspoke, Jamie, but there's a big difference in misspeaking about, like, we're talking a disparity of, like, 25, 35,000 people. I mean, you can't not know your file of that. Yeah, let's be clear here. Bill Blair is essentially the minister in charge of a megaphone. He doesn't actually have a department. He gets to borrow bureaucrats from public safety and immigration and maybe CBSA to help deal with this border strategy stuff. Uh, Justin Trudeau gave him a cabinet committee that he's supposed to oversee. Uh, who knows what it's actually doing? And this, this is really is like a failure. Like, and his hand he is himself. in this role as minister because the Trudeau liberals have severely dropped the ball on this file. Mm. And they are doing nothing to actually solve the issue. And so when you put a man in charge of pretty much nothing but a megaphone, uh, I guess when he has so little to say, he's going to uh, perhaps mix up the material. Here's your crap sandwich with an extra <laughs> serving of diarrhea. Enjoy, Mr. Blair, because your three portfolios really suck. He gets me. But the one thing is, he's like got this. He was the police chief. And he can't, it's like that one actor that got stuck in a role, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. He can't get rid of that role. He stood up in Parliament today and thought, you're a police chief. That's, that's what you are. Cause you're, and he had the blue suit on and, and the white shirt like he's going to testify in court. Except he couldn't answer any questions. Well, it, he's also the police chief of like the largest city in Canada who can't talk about gun crime with any actual, um, you know, responsible or accurate information. He's still citing data that doesn't exist on, on why we need a handgun. I mean, it's ridiculous. A guy like that should be able to offer a lot more than what he is. It's- so we're, we're going to agree that my an- original analysis is right. This is starting to become a comedy <laughs> show. Well, right. If it weren't so expensive for our country and we didn't have so many people coming in There's illegally, I'd laugh. There's some great characters. Well. There's Policeman Bill. Is that his name? Right? Yeah. Astronaut. What's the name? Yeah, there's there are a lot of clowns in that cabinet. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Tiger Woods, shall we? Because he finally won. Um I am not a golfer. I don't play golf. I don't really watch it either. But I know when it's on in my household because my well, husband watches it. You're going to be really it. interesting on this but, subject. But, but I do you? know who Tiger Woods is. And I know that it's been a long time since you won. But I will ask because a lot of people are very excited about this. Is this a one-off or is this something that you think he actually can build? 
I think there's a lot of precedence for athletes well past their prime who kind of like get back to peak greatness for a moment, but it never is actually sustained. Think of like the hockey center. I don't watch too much hockey, but the <laughs> hockey center of like, it's like Hattrick late in his career and you celebrate the glory days or a former NBA star who used to constantly put up 25, 30 points a night who then trails off, but then goes on like a two week run in February and like the twilight of their career. And you kind of relive the glory of, of what they used to be. Uh, listen, it's been a long time since Tiger Woods has actually won anything. Yeah. Uh, um, and by all means, like he played a solid, solid golf at the championship this past weekend. But, but what's uh, so, I don't is think it the body injuries that have got me? My, as my husband pointed out, I mean, at the height of his career, that's when he was like uh, spanking everybody from no, here to Timbuktu. So he's maybe he's back to, well, okay. He has not won for like a gazillion years. He's had all these back surgeries. He's been done for DUI, wife abuse or whatever it was. And yet people still tune in whether he's winning or losing, to watch Tiger Woods. And if you, you watch golf, which I do occasionally, yeah. uh, even though he'll be losing, he'll still get the most screen time. Sure, because everyone's hoping for that win. But interesting in this yeah. climate of Me Too and harassment and this kind of everyone's scared of their own shadow. I mean, here's a guy who was certainly not husband of the year, certainly not boyfriend of the year, certainly, I mean, but he is still loved. How come he got a break in all this? Because he's 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 Tiger Woods. I mean, there's that brand that comes along every so often. He's not a tiger. He's a cheetah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, no, like sports <laughs> superstars, Mike, frankly, down. do get held to a, a, a different standard on this kind of stuff. It's definitely a double standard. You saw the same thing with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, well, that was before, though. Like it, we're it's still in the Me Too with Tiger. I mean, but that, yeah, you're right on that one too. But t- Tiger Woods has basically been a loser. Nike is stuck w- with him. Yeah. All those years. And and he's still a big attraction. He's and, still a massive attraction. Yeah. He has massive endorsements. Even so yeah. they either were thinking, okay, we're gonna ba- we're gonna get this win again and it'll come, so we'll stick with him. Okay, you're not a golf fan. Right. Name three other golfers. Um oh don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going Dusty to. Dustin something. <laughs> you're doing well. He's married to Wayne Gretzky's wife, and I need another one. A uh, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> See what I mean? He's the brand. My sister that you identi- watches golf in the house, not me. He's the brand that you identify with golf, like you uh, identify yeah, Wayne Gretzky with I guess. hockey. Yeah, I wouldn't put Wayne Gretzky. Mike Queer. Who? Mike Queer. You're doing well. That's that's two and a half. You got Phil Mickelson. See now I know all that. Yeah. Now yeah. You, you do you want to phone your sister now? Do you want to phone a friend? I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> Frankly, I think I'm terrible at, the end at of my list. The, this there was is that bubble guy who uh, won a few Jeopardy. years ago. That was a. Uh, a flash in the pan. Wasn't that, wasn't that Bubba someone won the TGA Bubba. Tour? I'm yeah. watching YouTube. Yeah, you know, there's a Bubba and he's older and he's kind of, he's <laughs> quite plump, by the way. Bubba, Bubba Watson? No, what was this? Bubba Watson. <laughs> See, I do know a few of them. Shush. Irritating. <laughs> Set. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and so go. That's it. We're done. Uh, 842. Thank you to Jamie Ellerson. Thank you to Andy Stinton. Thank you. I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point Here. Get out of my studio, Andy. You're making me giggle. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> Quick break here on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.